Welcome to class. My name is Jeff Pullier, and you're listening to HeroClix 201. With this show, I want to dive into details that many players, especially newer ones, may not know. This is a history lesson where you'll learn about game elements that don't come into play very often. Today's episode was recorded on 30th November 2018. In this lesson, we'll be breaking from the normal format because I'm talking about 2003's Indie Clicks, the first Heroclix set to feature characters that weren't from Marvel or DC. IndieClicks featured characters from seven different companies, 2000 AD, Caliber, CrossGen, Crusade, Dark Horse, IDW, and the Top Cow Studio of Image Comics. Each of these groups had their own team ability. That's not the only way this set was unusual, even unique. In addition to the 99 figures of the base set and 15 LEs, there were eight REV characters for a total of 24 pieces. Uh, these were European exclusives. There were two promo figures and one European exclusive promotional figure. Given all that, I'm going to discuss one publisher at a time, the relevant team ability, and two or three figures. 2000 AD is a British publication that began in 1977. Their most famous character is Judge Dredd, who debuted in the second issue. The 2000 AD figures in this set were all from the Judge Dredd storylines. All of the European exclusives were also Judge Dredd related characters. The 2000 AD team ability read, quote, At any time during the game, you may declare an opposing team or character as your target. Once the character or team is chosen, it may not be changed. All 2080 team members increase their attack value by one when attacking the chosen team or character. End quote. Team, in this case, refers to a team ability. For example, you could have declared that all characters with the cross gen team ability would have been the target, thus giving all 2080 characters plus one to attack when they targeted characters with the cross gen TA. The veteran Johnny Alpha. IN020 represented a Metro City 1 judge. He was 6 clicks for 64 points with 8 range single target, the 2080 team ability, and was retroactively given the words Future, Soldier, and Warrior. He started at 9-11-16-3 and ended with 6-6-13-2. He started with Stealth on his opening click, followed by Phasing Teleport on the next two clicks. He had Telekinesis the first four clicks, Super senses the first five clicks, and no damage powers. Next up is arguably the most powerful 2080 character in the set, IN092 Judge Death. Judge Death was 141 points for 11 clicks, no range, the 2080 team ability, and would be given the keywords Future, Monster, and Police. Judge Death's dial was very interesting, with four clicks where he was an attacker, two clicks that had no offense at all, four more clicks as an attacker that were identical to the first four, and a final click with no offense. More than any other figure I've covered in Heroclix 201 so far, I recommend checking out the Visual Companion on Facebook to better visualize the style. 
The simplest part is that he had battle fury the entire dial. Breaking the rest down, he started with 8, 10, 15, 4 with stealth, blades, claws, fangs, in, and invulnerability. By click 4, he was at 6, 8, 13, 3 with blades, claws, fangs, and toughness. Clicks 5 and 6 were both 6, 0, 10, 0 with phasing teleport and impervious. Clicks 7 through 10 were absolutely identical to clicks 1 through 4. His final click, click 11, was 0, 0, 10, 0, and he had regeneration. It seems like a shame to talk about the 2080 characters without covering Judge Dredd himself. Unfortunately, none of them were very good. Arguably the best of the bunch was the European exclusive promotional figure. This version of Judge Dredd was 83 points for 6 clicks, 6 range dual target, the 2080 team ability, and eventually the future and police keywords. His opening click was 8-10-15-2, and his last was 5-7-12-2. His only move power was running shot on the first click. In the attack row, he had incapacitate the first two clicks, and energy explosion the next two. Defensively, he had energy shield deflection the first click, and toughness the rest of the dial. Finally, he has outwit on clicks 1, 5, and 6, with enhancement on the other clicks. Our next group of figures is the BPRD characters from comics published by Dark Horse Comics. BPRD was the initials for the Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense. Their most famous member was undoubtedly Hellboy. Unlike every other group in indie clicks, this set wasn't the only time that BPRD characters would be clicked, as a special box set was released in 2007. The BPRD team ability was that those with the TA were wildcards. Since there hasn't been an errata to give it new wording, the original version still applies. Quote, Members of the BPRD act as wildcards. They can use any team ability that any friendly character on the battle map possesses. They may use this ability once each action. End quote. IN-084 was the villainous and veteran Rasputin. He was 111 points for 8 clicks, 10 range single target, the BPRD team ability, and would be given the mystical keyword. Rasputin started with 8-9-16-2 and finished with 4-5-12-1. Rasputin's move powers were stealth on the first two clicks and mind control on clicks 3-5. through five. His only attack power was penetrating psychic blast that lasted all except his last click. Defensively, he had willpower the first three clicks and toughness the rest of the dial. Finally, he had perplex on his first two clicks. The best Hellboy of the set, probably the best Hellboy period, was the unique IN-087. For 188 points, he had 11 clicks, no range, the BPRD team ability, and would be given the BPRD brute monster, and mystical keywords. He started with a respectable 10, 12, 16, 2, and finished at an easily targetable 5, 7, 12, 2. His only move and attack powers were green, 3 clicks of charge, and 5 clicks of super strength. His defense powers bounced around a bit with invulnerability on clicks 1, 2, 3, 6, and 9. Toughness on clicks 4, 5, 10, and 11, and impervious on clicks 7 and 8. In the damage space, he had Close Combat Expert the first five clicks, and then Battle Fury the next four. Kabuki is a story first published by London Knight Studios, and most recently by Marvel's Icon imprint, but at the time of Indie Clicks was being published by Caliber. 
the Kabuki team ability was, more or less, stealth. It read, quote, Any line of fire drawn to this character that passes through hindering terrain, including the square that this character occupies, is treated as though it has been drawn through blocking terrain, end quote. The veteran version of the eponymous character, Kabuki, was IN078. She was 46 points for 6 clicks, 4 range single target, the Kabuki team ability, and was retroactively given the keywords Martial Artist and Warrior. Her first click was 9-10-15-3, and her last click was 5-6-13-1. She had Flurry on clicks 4 and 5, Blades Claws Fangs on clicks 1 through 3, Incapacitate on clicks 4 and 5, Super Senses on the first three clicks, and Willpower the last three. The unique Siamese figure was a pair of assassins with cybernetic arms that had replaced where they were born conjoined. Siamese were 55 points for 6 clicks, no range, the Kabuki team ability, and would be given the keywords Celebrity, Martial Artist, No, and Robot. To represent the figure being two characters, Siamese had flurry their entire dial. They also had incapacitate the first three clicks and super senses the first four. They started with 7-10-16-2 and ended with 4-5-12-1. Danger Girl has been seen in various miniseries and one-shots from IDW and other publishers going back to 1998. The group in the title was an organization of female adventurers led by a former British Secret Service agent. The Danger Girl team ability read, quote, When a member of the Danger Girl team is chosen as the target of an attack, roll one six-sided die. On a roll of six, the attack cannot be made. The character has fooled the attacker with a disguise or stunned them with good looks. The attacker must choose another target or take a different action with that character instead. End quote. IN-075 was the veteran Abby Chase. She was 52 points for 6 clicks, 8 range single target, the Danger Girl team ability, and would be given the keywords Danger Girls, Martial Artist, and Spy. She started with 10-8-14-2 and ended with 5-5-12-1. She had stealth on clicks 1, 2, 5, and 6. She also had energy explosion the first 3 clicks, super senses the first 4, and outwit the first 2. Danger Girl's adversary, Major Maxim, was IN054 in his veteran version. He was an even 50 points for 7 clicks, 8 range single target, no team ability, and would be given the keywords Hammer Empire and Soldier. Major Maxim started at 710-15-1 and ended at 4612-2. He had stealth on his first click only. Super Strength and Close Combat Expert were also on the first two clicks. Super Strength gave way to Energy Explosion for clicks 3 through 5. He had Toughness the first 5 clicks and Regeneration the last 2. Crusade's most well-known title and character is She. She first appeared in 1993 and has had comics put out by various publishers, but mostly Crusade. She, spelled S-H-I, is the Japanese word for death. The Crusade team ability read, quote, all attack rolls made by members of the Crusade team that result in doubles, except two ones, cause knockback equal to the attacking character's damage value. End quote. This is very similar to how knockback currently works, but there's an important difference. Regular knockback is currently equal to the damage a character takes, 
but this form is equal to the attacker's damage value. Thus, a target could potentially take no damage, but still be knocked back. The veteran Tomo, IN006, was 44 points for 5 clicks. She had no range, the Crusade team ability, and was given the keywords Martial Artist and Warrior. Her first two clicks had Stealth, Blades Claws Fangs, Mastermind, and Leadership. The Blades Claws Fangs continued on clicks 3 and 4. Stealth gave way to Leap Climb for clicks 3 through 5. She started with 7, 9, 16, 3, and ended with 5, 6, 13, 2. The title character, She, had four figures in the set. Oddly, none of the versions of She had her with her signature weapon, the Naginata. We'll look at the veteran, IN060. She was 47 points for 6 clicks, 8 range single target, the Crusade team ability, and retroactively given the keywords Martial Artist and Warrior. Her opening click was 9-11-15-3, and her final click was 4-6-12-1. She had Stealth and Super Senses, her first 5 clicks, and Blades Claws Fangs, the first 3. Top Cow, one of the studios that contributed to Image Comics, had several figures in the set related to the Witchblade title. The Top Cow team ability granted you, quote, You may give a Top Cow team member a move action that does not count towards your allotment of actions for this turn, end quote. This is the same that the Avengers and Justice League team abilities used to be, but unfortunately hasn't been changed like theirs were. The REV versions of Witchblade herself were sculpted as Sarah Pizzini, the bearer of the Witchblade, in civilian clothes with the Witchblade artifact on her arm. The Unique and LE versions were both her in the full, relatively speaking, Witchblade armor. The REV versions all had an activation click to represent just Sarah without the powers of the Witchblade. The veteran version, IN066, was 58 points for 7 clicks, 6 range single target, the Top Cow team ability, and later given the keywords Detective, Mystical, Police, and Warrior. Her first click, that activation click, was 8-8-14-1, with Stealth as the only power. On click 2, her numbers jumped to 10-10-16-3. She had Charge on clicks 2 and 3, Blades Claws Fangs on clicks 2 through 5, Energy Shield Deflection on clicks 2 through 4, and Regeneration her final two clicks. The Unique Angelus, IN094 is notable as being one of only two characters in the set that had flight. She was 96 points for 8 clicks with 8 range single target, the top cow team ability, and the keywords mystical and warrior. She started with 10 10 15 2, poison, and invulnerability. On click 2, Blades Claws Fangs replaced poison and stayed for the rest of the dial. The invulnerability stayed on click 2, but was exchanged for toughness through click 6. Starting on click 3 was Battle Fury, which lasted until her final click. I have, I admit, saved my favorite for last. CrossGen was a publisher out of Florida that tackled comics more like a traditional business, with offices that creators worked out of, had business hours, and perks like healthcare. Unfortunately, it didn't last, but it still produced some of my favorite comics of that decade. Marvel currently owns the cross-gen properties, but has done very little with them. The cross-gen team ability is the old version of Mystics. Quote, When a character with the cross-gen team ability takes damage from an attack, the attacker is dealt one unavoidable damage. 
This damage is not an attack. End quote. It's important to note that this team ability is still copyable by wildcards. The least expensive figure with this team ability is the experienced Brawn, IN056, at 49 points, but he would give your wildcards the ability to do damage even to attackers with Invincible. Also, characters with Protected Mystics would still take this damage. First is Boon, short for Boon Sai Hong, aka the Jade Rat. Boon is from the series The Way of the Rat. He's a thief who stole and became stuck with the Ring of Staffs, making him a master of using staffs as weapons. The veteran Boon, IN042, was 48 points for 6 clicks, no range or team affiliation, and he was later given the keywords Martial Artist and Mystical. He started with an activation click to represent being a thief before being transformed into a Martial Arts Master. That click was 98152 with Leap Climb and Super Senses. On click 2, his move drops a bit, but everything else went up and the numbers were 8, 11, 16, 3. At click 6, his numbers were only 6, 7, 13, 1. His Leap Climb was on clicks 1, 2, 3, and 6, with Flurry instead on clicks 4 and 5. He had two clicks of Blades Claw's Fangs on 2 and 3. His Super Senses were on all except his final click. Arwen was the lead character of the series Sojourn. Set in a Middle-Earth-style land, Arwen was on a quest to gather the five pieces of a legendary arrow that could slay the tyrant that had conquered her land and killed her family. This version is the L.E. Arwen, IN-223. I chose this version because the sculpt included her faithful canine companion, Krieg. Arwen was 84 points for 6 clicks, 8 range 2 targets, the cross-gen team ability, and retroactively given the keyword warrior. She began with 8, 10, 16, 1, and ended with 5, 7, 13, 1. She had both energy explosion and range combat expert her entire dial. She had running shot the first 2 clicks, and willpower the first 3. Finally, we're going to look at Brawn from the series Sigil a series that took place on a world of both high and low technology. Oddly, the hero of the series, Prince Ethan, isn't in IndieClicks. Braun was also a prince, but the villain of the story. Veteran Braun was IN057 and cost 89 points. He had 8 clicks, 8 range single target, the cross-gen team ability, and would be given the keywords Brute and Warrior. His first click was 8-11-16-3, and click 8 was 4-6-12-1. He had no move powers, and his attack power was Blade, Blade's Claw's Fangs for the first four clicks. In the defensive slot, he had one click of invulnerability, followed by two of toughness, and then regeneration on his last two clicks. In the damage row, he had leadership for two clicks, and that was it. That wraps up the very extended set spotlight for this lesson. On a personal note, this was the last set that my wife and I bought new figures from when we were playing together. We only had each other to play with and moved on to other games. We kept all our figures though. Now sponsoring. I don't have commercial sponsors, but I'm still going to promote a product or service every episode. This is a business that I like and support and think you could too. You may have noticed that HeroClix 201 has new theme music. The song is Getting It Done by Kevin McLeod. McLeod has a lot of music that he makes available for public use under Creative Commons licensing. You can find his work and more about it at 
incompotech.com. There will be a link in the show notes. IndieClicks did have a starter set, and that means a double-sided map. These maps are 24 squares by 24 squares and old enough that there weren't colored borders to denote hindering terrain, blocking terrain, etc. Nor does the outdoor map have clearly marked ladders to and from the elevated terrain. Players had to look at the map and agree what each of these areas would be. The exception was starting areas, which were clearly defined in the rulebook even if they weren't marked on the map. Also indicative of maps of this area, neither map is at all symmetrical, so one's choice of starting area could have played an important role in how the game progressed. Unfortunately, neither of these maps had anything about them to make them look like any of the various worlds represented in Indie Clicks. One side was the plainly named Indoor Map, Map A. The Heroclix Atlas called this the Evil Headquarters. As the name printed on it states, this was an indoor map. It has a couple of pools of water terrain on one edge and some hindering terrain scattered throughout. What I think made this a good map, though, was the blocking terrain and walls. Whether lying in wait to make a ranged attack or positioning to use a move and attack ability, the walls and blocking provided many opportunities to sneak out and hit someone. The other side was labeled Outdoor Map Map B and the Heroclix Atlas called it the Temple Stop. The map had elevated, hindering, and water terrain. This map is a good example of how people can disagree on what the art on these old maps represents. There are several squares that the Heroclix Atlas marked as hindering that my personal version has denoted as elevated or blocking. As for playability, this was a fairly wide open map. If you didn't want obstacles, or didn't care about them, then this was a good map for you. With character creation, I usually make a new character dial and card for a character that either needs updating or has never been clicked. This time, I'm going to do three. As much as I'd love to do cross-gen, I'm going to stick to characters that actually stand a chance of being made again. With that in mind, I've redone Judge Dredd, Hellboy, and Witchblade. As I said earlier, none of the versions of Judge Dredd and Heroclix have done him <coughs> justice. I don't even like the character, and I know that. Hopefully this version will be considered decent by Dredd's fans. My version of Judge Dredd is 125 points for 8 clicks. He has an 8 range single target, the police team ability, indomitable, and the future and police keywords. He starts with 9, 12, 18, 4, and eventually drops to 7, 9, 16, 2. He has improved targeting, characters, and hindering. His final trait, folk, uh, only trait, Focused Mind gives him Protected Mind Control. His only power is in the attack row and is called Lawgiver Weapon. It reads, quote, Power and pick one. Energy Explosion, Incapacitate, Precision Strike, Penetrating Psychic Blast, or Dual Target Symbol. Judge Dread can then immediately make a range at no cost. This power does not trigger opposing character powers that react to picking powers. End quote. Judge Dredd has this power for his first six clicks and then Precision Strike the last two. In movement, he has two clicks each of Running Shot, Leap Climb, Sidestep, and Flurry. Defensively, he has three clicks of Invulnerability, three of Toughness, and ends with two of Super Senses. In the attack row, he has two clicks each of Outwit, excuse me, in the damage row, 
He has two clicks each of Outwit, Perplex, Close Combat Expert, and finishes with Battle Fury. Hellboy is eight clicks long. He's 120 points with no range, a wild card team ability, indomitable, and the detective, mystical, and pass keywords. He has a trait, the right hand of doom. Quote, Hellboy modifies his attack plus one when attacking opponents with the monster and or mystical keywords. End quote. In his move row, he has two clicks each of charge, leap climb, and sidestep, with no power the final two clicks. Under attack, he has four clicks of super strength, two of quake, and two of a special power. Big gun, lousy shot. Quote, Hellboy has a range of five. End quote. Defensively, he has one click of impervious, two of invulnerability, three of toughness, one of regeneration, and a special power called unholy stamina. Quote, stop, regeneration, end quote. Finally, he has exploit weakness on clicks 1, 2, 5, and 6, close combat expert on clicks 3 and 4, perplex on click 7, and probability control on click 8. Finally, we come to Witchblade. She's 150 points for 8 clicks, with a 0 printed range, Mystic's team ability, Indomitable, and the detective, Mystical, and police keywords. She's a little old school in that she does have an activation click to represent being a police detective before changing into a superhero. She has two traits. The first is Supernatural Armor. Quote, Witchblade can use combat reflexes and energy shield deflection, but only on clicks 2 through 7. End quote. The second is Police Firearm. Quote, Witchblade has a range of 5 on click 1. End quote. That activation click is 79162 with Earthbound neutralized, so no willpower on this click, Precision Strike, Combat Reflexes, and Outwit. On click 2, her numbers jump to 811184, and she has Charge, Blades Claws Fangs, Probability Control, and a Special Defense Power, the Witchblade Unleashed. Quote, Stop. Impervious and Shape Change. Witchblade cannot be healed past this click. End quote. The rest of her move powers are Sidestep, Charge, Two Clicks of Flurry, Another Sidestep, and finally Stealth. She keeps the Blade's Claws Fangs through Click 5 and then becomes Steel Energy for two clicks with Poison on Click 8. She has Invulnerability on Clicks 3 through 5, Two Clicks of Toughness, and then Combat Reflexes again. Witchblade has Exploit Weakness on Clicks 3, 5, and 7, Outwit, on clicks 4 and 6, and a special damage power, saving its bearer on click 8. Quote, stop, toughness and regeneration, end quote. Again, any of these figures could, I think, reappear in Heroclix. If so, I hope WizKids does a good job on them. That's it for this time. Thank you for listening. Heroclix 201 is presented by the Podcastcadia Network. Questions or comments? Want to chime in about an upcoming topic? I welcome your feedback. Search for HeroClicks 201 on Facebook, where you'll also find a visual companion to the various things I discussed this episode. You can also support the show on Patreon. Special thanks to HC Realms for being an incredible source of information and images. The theme music is Getting It Done by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. Next lesson, I'll be talking about critical mass. Until then, 
be good, have fun, play clicks. <laughs>